0: Okay. Okay, okay, Okay. back to one. Okay, Okay. 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 back to one. Okay. Back to one. It's that time of year, but instead of resolutions, I'm sharing my list of New Year's solutions. And my conversation with author Carol Kushner lays out plenty of them too, that will keep us moving toward our creative goals in 2020. This is Okay Back to One, surviving the stops and starts of a Hollywood career. I'm Carrie Carlock. got through the holidays unscathed. I certainly did not. I've been traveling a lot this December. I went to New York City and San Francisco, and with the holidays and all this personal change in my life, and my birthday is also in December, I got sick not once, but twice. I'm still recovering, and you can probably hear it in my voice a little bit. I didn't even complete my goal from last week, you guys. I did email a photographer we like, but we don't have the headshot session actually booked yet. So that's kind of got me down too. I hate having to report that to you and I'm feeling sheepish about it. Um, And Shauna said she's feeling a little stuck too. She found she needs to make a bigger decision about the age of her audience before she can even figure out what the comps should be. So I think we should just chalk it up to this crazy time of year. I feel confident that in the new year, I'll be able to get my goal of getting our headshots done. And I promise to report back on the next episode. It's just, you know, right after the holidays, I often feel exhausted and a little sad. And probably just because my energy is totally depleted. But I think I have the antidote. Every magazine and website is talking about New Year's resolutions. And even that word makes me anxious and scared. You know, like, My resolution is to lose 10 pounds or get our movie made. It just seems so big and unaccomplishable. So this year I'm going to make New Year's solutions. So what I did is I wrote down on a note card three things that are potential problems in the coming year. And then I decorated a note card with a solution, like with pretty colors and I cut things out of magazine, kind of like a vision board. I'm not even going to make a certain commitment to using these solutions. That, that's kind of like what I hate about resolutions is this feeling of like you have to do it. I'm just going to hang the cards in my office, which is like currently my dining room, and use them as reminders. So if, if ever one of these things comes up, I have a quick and easy solution right on hand. So the first card is Anxiety. There are a lot of changes going on right now, and I'm feeling tense and worried a lot. So I decorated a card that says, meditate. I hope that just seeing the card will remind me to breathe. It's like an automatic solution, just breathe. And you know, you can meditate anywhere. So I don't have to get to a class or be at the beach. I just have to focus on my breath for one minute or two or 10. It's a really easy solution. And now I have a reminder to do it. The next one is isolation. That sounds like a really big, scary word, but it's true. You know, now that I'm not going to an office, I'm going to be working from home and I'm going to be by myself most of the day. So I, I could potentially get really lonely. And this one is really hard for me because I'm, I'm already an introvert. So I don't automatically see it as an issue um, that I'm not connecting to people. So I need a reminder to reach out. So I decorated a card that says, phone a friend. The last one is stagnation. Sometimes I just feel restless or stuck, but my brain tends to go right to, oh, you need to work out. You need to go for a hike. You need to be doing more. And then I don't do it because it just seems like such a big deal. And I stay stagnant and then I feel bad. And then I go to, well, I need to go work out. And it's just a vicious cycle. So I decorated a card that says, take a walk. I'm just going to break it down and do something simple instead of making it a big task and then potentially not doing it. And I really like to take a walk around the block to clear my head and our dog Pepper loves it. So it's win-win. If you're also feeling stagnant, I have another big solution for you. It's a workshop led by Carol Kushner called Get the Fuck Unstuck. I got to attend one last year and it was very inspirational and helpful and practical And Carol is just an awesome teacher and mentor because she's done it all. She's the director of the WGA Showrunner Training Program and the creator and director of the CBS Writers Program. She's an entertainment career coach, international speaker, and author of Hollywood Game Plan, How to Land a Job in Film, TV, and Digital Entertainment. And I had an awesome conversation with her about being stuck and what we can do about it. I love the phrase, okay, back to one, because as a director, you know, you're, you, it's basically used if you start a scene and the camera jiggles or the audio gets a little hit or the actor flubs a line or something. You, you keep the cameras rolling, but everybody resets back to their first positions. Right. So back to one. Um, and there is a lot of, um, like resiliency in that, but mm-hmm. there's also, uh, it's frustrating. And yes. c- can be demoralizing. I always like worry about the actors. Like it's so dis. It can be very disruptive to your process. And right. so, I really love the concept, but it also comes with some pain. Sure, um, sure. And it 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 makes me think of your "Get the Fuck Unstuck" workshop because I think they're they're kind of correlated in a way. You know, it's interesting. While you were talking, I thought.
1: That's one way to look at back to one. Somebody fucked up. And the
0: other is, you know, that was fine. We can do better. Right. We can do better. I like that. Yeah. Because I'm really thinking of it as like, we have to start over again. But I like we can do better.
1: Right. I sign my emails often onward Mm -hmm. because that's how I look at it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Don't start over. Just keep going. Mm
0: -hmm. What was the origin of your workshops? Um...
1: It took me 10 years of wanting to write a book before I finally wrote a book. Mm-hmm. And it took me seven years of wanting to start a coaching business before I did it. And I really looked back and said, how did I make that change? How, how, how was I able to do that? And because I'm analytical and I love numbers, I came up with 10 steps and that was the way I did. And I just wanted to help other people. Yeah. So that they wouldn't have to stay stuck as long as I had to stay stuck. Which right. was a really long time.
0: Yeah. I think because I took sort of a prototype of a the beta workshop. Test. Yes, as you were working it out. Um, and I loved it and I highly recommend it. And now it's even in super super strength formula <laughs> now. Yes. Since you've worked worked through it. Um it, it, first of all, it really helped me, but it also just started get the wheels turning. And I think that's kind of the concept because it's like it is. baby steps. All you have to do is put one foot in front of the other. When we look at it big picture, it is daunting and scary. It is terrifying and paralyzing.
1: Yeah. You know, I think there's a, a proverb and I'm making this up entirely. The journey of a thousand miles is Starts with one step, right? And other cliches. I believe I could not have done anything in my life without taking baby steps, yeah, one after the other, mm-hmm. and 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 not go. You have two hundred baby steps to take, but quantify them to 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 do. Um, here's part of what you need to do, mm-hmm. and then once you do that, I'll tell you. I just had this. Okay, literally. Two days ago, I had to do something for work that was uh, uh, causing me problems because it seemed like a huge task. I didn't know how to do it. I was up at three o'clock in the morning thinking, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this. And I woke up and I didn't want to do anything because it felt too big. And I said, okay. And I wrote down what the small steps were and I started it. And by the time I got to the third thing, I just you know, smoothly eased Mm. through, and then it was done. And the whole thing took me three hours when I thought it was going to take me a day. And I was paralyzed and so anxious
0: two nights ago. Yeah. And just using these little steps helped. Yeah. The other big thing for me that the realization I had at the workshop was along those lines, a lot of times like, okay, so we're making a movie. What's the first step? Well, we need a script. But- there are 50 steps within making a switch, yes, yes. Yes. You know, so, so whenever you're, you're like not moving forward on something. Yes. Even if it feels small, I think it's worth looking at breaking it down even smaller. Absolutely. I think any, it's,
1: it's like in the paper, in the worksheet that I have, it's what is the obstacle? What are the three actions you're going to take to overcome the obstacle? And within the three actions, what are the three small steps you need to take? Mm -hmm. And then you put down a truly realistic time frame of how long it's going to take to do each of the small steps. Yeah. So you're not going, well, if I didn't get this done in a month, there's something wrong with me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Being overly generous about how long something takes to Mm -hmm. get done.
0: I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you um, think it's normal for creatives to feel stuck? Oh, my God. I think that you get stuck on two levels. Um, the people that I work with, I don't work with people on their scripts, even though most of my clients and the people in the workshop are screenwriters because that's a whole different process. Mm-hmm. But I think people get stuck in the creative process as well in the, as in their lives. People get stuck yeah. in their lives as well as the creative process because it's really, really scary To make a choice because you fear, or at least I do, that if I make this choice, I'm not making these three choices and they might be better choices. It's the paralysis of not moving forward, of not taking a risk, taking a creatively, any creative move is a risk. Yes. There might be something better you can do. But again, I work with screenwriters. So it's, this is just a first draft. Just, just start, mm-hmm. just get something down and then go back and go, Oh, I went to the left. You know what? That was interesting, but to the right is going to be much more interesting.
0: Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think, too, the risk, there's so many different levels of risk. You know, right. there's risk of sort of being ridiculed. There, there's right. risk we have put so much in that it has to be good. Right. You know, there's there's just so much emotion connected to vulnerability, you know. Yes. That to the process that, yeah, can be paralyzing. My experience with that was writing the book,
1: Hollywood Game Plan. How to land a job in film, TV, or digital entertainment. And you were the MC at my book. Oh, launch, that's right. That which was Which so I will fun. never stop being grateful for. That <laughs> was really fun. Um, I sat down, and the way I started each chapter is I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. This is it. And I'd write a sentence and I'd say, That's shit. And I know that shit because I work with people and I know that shit. And the courage was to say, Yes, it's shit, but keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. And the way I was able to do that was I had two friends who are wonderful editors, and I said, just put down the shit, and they will give you notes to make it better. And it was like I wasn't alone anymore in making Mm. that choice.
0: Yeah. That's why they call it a vomit draft, right? (laughs) So that you can connect to the fact that it doesn't have to be perfect. It can't be
1: perfect. It cannot be perfect.
0: By definition. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So why do you think it's important to get unstuck? Why? Because you think- you'll
1: be miserable. You'll regret um, it's painful. It's painful to be at the same New Year's Eve party year after year saying, "Yes, I'm going to I, I've got a screenplay or we're really going to get the movie made this year or that graphic novel, it's yes. so close." When, when you're totally stuck, it's so painful and you feel like a fraud, or I would feel like a fraud, and the pain of taking the risk to do it is less painful than the pain of staying stuck and saying over and over, I'm going to do this thing, mm-hmm. and year after year not doing it. Yeah.
0: And I also think it's interesting because as I'm hearing you talk about that, the thing that happens at the New Year's party is passive it happens to you
1: Mm -hmm, you're being mm -hmm.
0: asked and Mm -hmm. it happens to you Mm -hmm. and you have to generate the getting unstuck yourself yes and that's hard oh it's so hard yeah
1: i mean i couldn't have done it i had a coach um i had support i Mm -hmm. couldn't have done it without Without that support. You know, there's different kinds of people. And I'm one of the people that do really well with a lot of support. I'm able to accomplish with support. Yeah. Some people can do it without. And God bless them. It's not (laughs) me. I don't know who they are, but it's not me. I think most people probably need support. I think you need support. Yeah. And accountability. Yes. It's really important to have accountability. Which is part of
0: the workshop, too. You know, I think it was nice that we all were so supportive and, like, try to keep up on each other's goals and Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And having an accountability partner, I think yes. is super important. Oh yeah,
0: that's right. That's part of it too. Yeah. yeah. So I felt that one of the most powerful tools, well you do visualization in the workshop a lot, I think at a number of points. Yeah. But I think um I think the one about the party is um so joyful yeah and can counterbalance that fear that we have. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. you tell us what the Sure. Visualization is. Okay. So. I might even do it right now. Okay. Do it
1: right now. Okay. So picture yourself five years from now. You have so, you're going to throw yourself an I got the fuck unstuck party. It's five years from now. You have accomplished all the things you wanted to accomplish. Now really feel that. See it. Feel it. Be in that moment of I've succeeded and you're throwing a party and you're throwing a big party for the people who helped you and who love you. So here's the question. What are you wearing? (laughs) What are you wearing at your party? Where are you having it? Is it, is it in a, at a beach club? Is it in a villa? Is it in a ranch house? Is it, is it, In the forest somewhere. I think that's unlikely, but (laughs) is it in a high rise in New York? Is it in a fabulous restaurant? Really picture yourself in that place. What's on the walls? How big is it? Who's making the food? Are you having food? And look around. Who is there? Who is there? Go up and talk to one person who is there and thank them for helping you get to where you are today. Because again, you are exactly where you want it to be. You've achieved and accomplished exactly what you want to accomplish. Feel that all through your body, from the top of your head, all the way down to the tip of your toes. So How does it feel? Are you being gracious? I'm sure you are as you're thanking people. And then somebody taps uh, a knife against a glass or a fork against a glass and says, tell us, tell us how you did it. So picture yourself standing up, see what you're wearing, see how you're feeling. Are you hot? Are you cold? Are you warm? Are you comfortable? And just see yourself explaining how you unstuck Yourself and what the steps you took along the way were, and do shout outs to everybody that helped you. And when you finish talking, take a moment and then really hear the applause, hear your friends cheering (laughs) for you, hear people being as thrilled as you are about your personal victory and accomplishing what you want. You I love
0: that. Cool. I love that, and it. And I'm like crying. Um, and it was actually different than I looked back through my notes to remind myself that it was different. So that's interesting too. It's something yeah. you can visit all the time. This time I was at. Um, 71 above have you been to that lovely restaurant downtown no it sounds lovely. It's very about, it's on the 71st floor Ah, you it's won't beautiful... see
1: me there but okay <laughs> do you have a fear of heights i have a fear of elevators oh yes you have to take the elevator you can't walk up 71 <laughs> no <laughs> okay so there you are you're in this fabulous restaurant yes, with beautiful an amazing view la
0: vista view and um there's a Diane Van Furstenberg dress I covet. Oh, I I'm love wearing it. Finally, love it. And um, I I walk over to Mark and Jay Duplass, who have helped me along the way they in did. our indie film journey. Yes. Um, and uh, there is food because Seventy One Above has really good food. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and plenty of cocktails, alcohol. Yes. Yes. And all my favorite people are there. And. The speech is really like um, what we're talking about. One foot in front of the other, just keep doing it and believe you're going to get there because you will. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have a a tip, which Ooh. I talked about in the workshop, which seems to be the biggest takeaway from the workshop. And that is do things in 30 minute increments. Okay. Set a timer, whatever big task you have, just do it for 30 minutes to start. Mm -hmm. And then when you're done, get up, walk around, do another 30 minutes.
0: What's an example of that? Like any goal you have for yourself? Any goal. Okay. I mean,
1: for me, it's writing Mm -hmm. or designing something that's hard and I don't want to start. So I just, I literally set a timer. I have a timer on my desk that goes for 30 minutes. So like- That's all I do. Write a chapter is- too, too big. Way but, too but, much. But start writing. Just sit down and, and write. for 30 minutes be yeah. in front of your computer. Yeah. You can even type, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Right. But be doing it. Just be doing it. And, if, and we can do anything for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm.
0: And to your point, talking about your experience the other night, as you just started doing it, you unleash... It probably will get unleashed and you stop doing I don't yeah. know, I don't know, I don't know, and yes. then it comes. It does. But it won't come unless you,
1: you start have doing the, I don't know. <laughs> the
0: courage to
1: sit there and not know. Yeah. It's going into the not knowing. But if you do that visualization, you do know. You know exactly where you're going. Yes.
0: I love that. I love that so much. It really meant so much to me, Carol. I I'm really so I I encourage people to take this workshop. It is so wonderful. And you're doing them like quarterly at this point? Maybe quarterly.
1: Yeah. However, it depends
0: on your schedule. your crazy fabulous
1: schedule. I have a fabulous schedule. You I'm do. so lucky. I'm so fortunate. Somebody said, stop saying you're lucky, you work really hard. I do work really hard. I'm very fortunate though.
0: Yeah. I'm very fortunate. Yeah. I feel like you have Made that path for yourself. Like I did. You became fortunate because you have laid the tiles for that, the yellow bricks to your yellow brick road. Just wow. like I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 You become more fortunate as you work harder. I think good fortune can come if if you take the if you do not take the action, you're guaranteed no good fortune. Right. The idea that you're sitting in your house and the phone rings and somebody goes, we're buying your project, is extremely unlikely. Right. I always end the workshops with this quote. Mm. The moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. Whatever you think you can do or believe you can do, begin it. Action has magic, power, and grace.
0: Mm. I love that. Isn't that wonderful? That is really great. The other thing I was thinking when you were saying that is one of the hang ups I've had in this process is what am I doing? I'm 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 worrying about my age. Um
1: it that's a waste of time. Because here's the thing, <laughs> yes. You're gonna be forty five or forty six, regardless of what you're doing. You might as well be doing the thing you want. And here's what I really believe, because I work with a lot of people and they say, what about ageism in Hollywood? Yep, it's there. But the antidote to it is undeniable work. If you make great work, people don't care how old you are. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to be an actor on a TV show and you're not an ingenue and you want ingenue parts, that's a problem. But if you're creating work, that work is what people care about. Yeah. I
0: I also think, because I think it came to mind when we were talking about like laying your path and laying your yellow brick road, is that we have to celebrate all those things that we learned because they just keep helping us toward that yes. goal. You know, none of those experiences are Wasted. not. Wasted. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's two things that came from for me, and this is my own story and, and journey, is letting go of ego and concentrating on the work. Mm-hmm and doing good work, that, and then things build on that. But letting go of ego, and that's the ego of, oh, my God, I'm not doing a good enough job. Yeah. To, I'm just doing the work. How can I be of service? How can I be of help? Things happen when that's your mindset.
0: Yes. I believe that, too. I went to see um, Hillary and Chelsea Clinton talk about uh, Gutsy Women, the book they just wrote, and one of the things they said is, We didn't pick these women because they did amazing things. We picked these women because they did amazing things. And it was things that helped people. Yes. It was always things that opened up other people's lives as well. Yes. And I thought uh, that really inspired me. I think that's one of the reasons why I thought this podcast would be cool. It's like, and I know you live that in your life. It's like, how do we connect with each other? And that is maybe what gives your work meaning. I think
1: it does. And- because if it's it's about me and am I going to succeed and am I that's in your ego, mm-hmm. but which is it's, often
0: for creatives, for writers, for actors, it's often all about you. Yes, and we often think like expressing me is what's going to be the best work. Yes, but that that's a, that's a, a double edged sword with your ego.
1: I think that you can find your authentic voice, but it's not all about you. Finding your authentic voice is a creative journey. And you're presenting that to people, and that can help somebody. Mm-hmm. If you look at it that way, this create this authentic perspective might help somebody instead of, oh, my God, is someone going to pick it up for a movie?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always think, like, specificity is universal. Yes, And perfect. so when you can really drill down to you, it is going to be something that is expressed in order to connect to many. Yes. But being that specific and really drilling down is what gets you to that. Because if not, you're doing something
1: generic and that people, five other people are doing the same thing. Right. But when it's, when it's fleabag, right. when it's insecure, <laughs> nobody else can tell those stories. Right.
0: But we all love them. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're such, yeah, amazing expressions of self, but also you see yourself in them. Yeah. Because they're just universal so cool. specificity yeah. Yeah. and, and Yeah. it just connects us all. Yeah. Yeah. So cool.
1: Just that I love doing those workshops because I get to see people truly get unstuck. That's one of the most gratifying things for me ever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, if, if people are stuck and they feel that would be of use, I would love to have them in the workshop and give them tools that they can use that day to start to move forward. So cool.
0: Yay. You're the best. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> so can I share my goal for the week with you? Would you please? I want to hear Okay. Okay. Um, I have been struggling because I'm working at the dining room table mm. and there's just stuff everywhere and mm-hmm. it's not a workspace, mm-hmm. but this situation kind of happened so quickly. We don't have an office in the house. Mm-hmm. So I want to make an office right. in my guest room, mm-hmm. but we have a big bed in there.
1: Mm-hmm. So-
0: I had to get rid of that bed. Yeah,
1: and how are you going to do it specifically?
0: Well, for a long time I was holding on to. I, ha- I was thinking about this this morning. I was, ho- I am holding on to the idea of Craigslisting it for the money. It's hard it like, to sell a, a bed. bed, right? And and I don't need to have fifty dollars if that's the thing that's stopping me because it's take the picture and write the ad and put it up and so. Nobody wants to buy a mattress anyway. So call the trash collector. Yeah. Just get that. So out call of there. the trash
1: collector is the first small step. Yes. When are you going to do I that? I love it.
0: Um, what's today is a Thursday. Today's Thursday. Will I should you... probably do it tomorrow because we're
1: going into the yes. holidays. What time are you going to do it tomorrow? Oh,
0: Carol. Um, it, Like. I start to I sit down and start to work around ten. So I will say ten. Why don't 10 you have that be the first thing you
1: do as part of your work? Yes. So tomorrow at ten o'clock, you're going to make the call to get
0: the bed out of there. Yes, I'm hoping it's just an email form, but yes, I'm or the <laughs> call or the email or whatever. <laughs> that, just, that just shows you how how much resistance there is. No, I think it is but an I email
1: hoping for an email. Form. If it's the city, I think it is an email. Yeah,
0: I'm going to put it in my phone.
1: Put it in your phone right now because it's so easy to forget. Put it in your calendar right yeah, now. Yeah. Will you email me after you send that email to get the bed picked up? Yes. <laughs> good.
0: Good. I will. I will. Okay. I will, Captain. That's, I expect to see it tomorrow morning. Okay. Um, and you? Okay. Do you have any big projects you're working on? Right now?
1: I do. I'm having dinner for twelve people on Christmas. Oh my! What I had to do is start to write down all the things I'm going to serve. The way I do is all the things I'm going to serve, find the recipes, then decide what time I have to start them and what day. So, my goal is to
0: write down what I'm going to ha-
1: make, write down the ingredients, go shopping, and then decide what day. Wait I'm a second.
0: That sounds like too many things. Well, it's
1: not all in the same day. Okay. No, it's not tomorrow. I
0: like giving the master a hard thank time. Thank you. For, <laughs> well, thank you for right back at me. Uh, You're but, okay. gonna write down what you want to have at the party.
1: I'm gonna write down what I'm gonna serve. That's the first step, and That's I can do step. that
0: at 10 tomorrow. o'clock tomorrow. I'll do that at 10 o'clock. Tomorrow. And our and our our emails will, will pass. Yes, we'll pass. Yes, I will do. And that. we'll say done, done, and then I'll also be able to share with everyone. That we accomplish our goals. Great. On the next episode. I love that. On the next episode. I love that. I think what you're doing
1: is awesome. Thank you. I think this podcast is a great idea. Thanks. And I think you're going to help people that are feeling alone and stuck.
0: Yeah, that's another really hard part of feeling stuck. It's being alone. Feeling alone in it. Yeah. Yeah. So good for you. Yes. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. And you're we'll welcome. we'll have our uh, email emails crossing tomorrow. tomorrow.
1: At ten oh five. At 10
0: 5. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That sounds great. Okay. Carol is just one of my favorite people of all time. I just love her and I hope you can check out her workshop. It's really amazing. You can read more about it at carolkushner.com GTFU, which stands for Get the Fuck Unstuck. So carolkushner.com GTFU. And she and I both already did our goals for the week as promised, she sent me her menu list at 10.05. <laughs> I was a little behind. I did email her like before noon, but I did do it. I did set up the pickup for um, my mattress this coming Saturday, but I also like serendipitously got emails from two different people looking for beds to donate to people in need. So I might actually get to give them to a good home, which is, would make me so happy. And I just think it really reinforces the conversation that Carol and I had and the things we were talking about, that once you start making these steps, things start to fall into place. And the other thing that I'm thinking about that Carol said is to think of these back-to-ones as we can do better. And since Shauna and I are still working on our goals from last episode, I'm going to give us one more chance to complete them. So I'll report back next time about a headshot session for me and Nick and Shauna's comps so we get to try again it's the new. It's a new year's solution just try again um, I'm wondering how you're feeling this time of year did you hit snags on your goals or have you kept them feel free to share on our Facebook page or Instagram wear it okay back to one and remember to break it down to something that is accomplishable you can do it